And now, Touch My Bass Productions presents The Shootout with Bill Blanchard. All right, welcome back this week. This is the AWF Shootout on Touch My Bass Productions. I am your host, the survivor of pain, Bill Blanchard. And tonight, I got a very, very two special guests. This is my first tag team, my first big tag team on the independent scene of professional wrestling. I have currently the AWF World Tag Team Champions, and probably the longest reigning tag team champions. Not, not actually in service. Well, I mean, they might just, okay, not technically in service, but they never lost the belts, okay? I mean, who's counting in months here, right? Yeah, I also have my friend, shout out Alan Luke, is also here. He's going to be just interrupting. Thank you, Alan. <laughs> But anyway, we're here, we're, we're, we're grilling out, we're cooking out, I got T-bone steaks, I've been looking barbell plays, and damn it, Chris bought some German chocolate, can't go over. Anyways, let's get, let's get down to business. I am here with Night Stalker, also known as Michael Saint. You know, very powerful man in the business, man. I'm proud I'm proud to have you, man. Welcome, brother. Uh, all right, all right. I've also got here, formerly known as Masked Fury, Jay Garganis, although he never wore a mask. never wore a mask. Yeah, he never wore a mask. Now known as Christian Fury. I hope William uh, Jason does not sue you for that. Anyways, tonight, let's get, let's, let's get things started here. Guys. Yeah, I listened to a podcast show the other day with Steve Austin and Bruce Pritchard, and they're telling me, Bruce Pritchard told Steve when he was back in WCW, and he says, what's so stunning about you, Steve? You know, and Steve Austin was telling this story. He wanted the young wrestlers of TNA, WWE, anybody in the indie circuit. The reason why he says, what's so stunning about you, Steve, is it defines his character. What was stunning about him? So I'm going to ask you guys, dead reckoning. You know, you're a Night Stalker. What makes you the Night Stalker? Fury, what makes Fury, you so why, why are you, why are you fury? Because I don't, when I look at you and your matches, I don't see rage. When I think of fury, I think of rage. And Dead Reckoning, where does Dead Reckoning come from? What's the story? Well, as you know, yeah. Dead Reckoning started out with Deathbringer and Night Stalker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd that um, come about? Just a couple of buddies that, you know, we came into promotion. Um, we brought in the darkest characters we could think of. Right. Right. Um, of course, Chris Dickens brought us in. Uh, we we didn't know a damn thing about anything, so uh, it was learning experience for us. And eventually, you know, we start building these characters, and you know, I got we started out really, really dark, you know, Satanist, so to speak. Right, right. And uh, you know, we, we from that I've progressed. To what I've got going today, which is more of an occultist rather than a Satanist, you right, right, can do so much more, right, um, right. But when Deathbringer left the scene, there was no more Dead Reckoning. It was just me, you know, and uh, I had to find somebody to take his place. And Fury just seemed like a logical person to bring in. Why is that? Just, just the way he presented himself in the ring. As a face, you know, as, as the good guy, he was so good at it, and he had the back end of the crowd, and if you take that away from the crowd, imagine the damage you do to the their perception of this man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, so, bringing him over to the dark side, per se, you know, to get him to come over there and, uh, you know, become something he wasn't was basically, you know, you want the crowd to hate you as a heel. 
you know, you want the crowd to want to rip your heart out. Right, right. So, me taking Fury from that pedestal of being the good guy, not only brought heat onto me, but brought it onto him for turning on him. Well, Fury, let me ask you this question. You know, when you first got with, uh, you know, you were still recovering from your injury, the ACL injury. Yeah. You know, and... You know, you were kind of feeling left out with AWF. We engaged in a war with ABWA, you know, about some new life in the AWF at the time. And, you know, uh, I know, remember meeting, you know, Don and Jim, you know, as, as Dead Reckoning. You know, they were wanting to form a dark team. I think it was called Dark Alliance. And then we were trying to find a spot for you. And I says, you know, if they're looking for a leader, perfect. You know, I want you to be the father of the Dark Alliance. You know, and I know coldly, but I, I like the father, you know, because it, it'll give you a spot. You were at war with Chris Diggins. Dark Alliance was going to come in and try to destroy Alboy and AWF, you know, and you hated Chris Diggins. What better person to be the mastermind, you know, of that because you were at a tremendous war with him. And what was your experience? What was your take on this? Well, I was in a very dark place in my head at the time. Um, didn't know if I was going to be able to make it back in as far as the scale that I am now. Um, when it first got presented to me, I didn't know what to think. I'm sitting there going, I'm nothing more than a commentator, you know, as of now. That's my viewpoint. I'm just a commentator. What damage, what would it do? How would it work? You know, am I going to get over with this? Is it going to really make sense for me to be the father of the Dark Alliance this whole time? But when it actually truly happened, because I couldn't see beyond this wall here. Right, right. I couldn't see... What what would become of it? So I was like, all right, if that's what you want, that's fine. Whatever, you know, I'll do it. You know, that was my mindset at first. Then it happened. And I remember the reaction that we got there. Because there's only a handful of us that knew what was going on. Right. The other people, including the wrestlers, which majority of them were at the time, didn't even have an inkling that I was going to become the father. So it freaking got over you know providing we presented the history between me and Dick everything led up to the time frame when I first got a microphone shoved in my face in Grovetown and I deemed Dead Reckoning as my favorite tag team even though I hadn't once watched them compete in a wrestling match to then it almost made it look like it was in works the entire time I brought these groups, this group in Chris Dickens thought it was for him, for his personal safety, and it wound up being the knife in his back. Wow. Well, you know, let's fast forward a little bit of time and everything. You know, you did recover from your injury. You started having some damn good matches and everything. And, you know, you was approached um, by a couple of Indian guys. You know, if I remember correctly, it was Parker. And, you know, God bless them, Bam was there. They were telling yeah. you, you got to get on the scene. You know, forget about what you're doing right now because, you know, this injury should have been a wake-up call, you know, and what travel on the road with uh, with Don? Is that how the dead reckoning bond between you um, and him kind of form? Well, um, to come to it, it, it helped, but at the time, I was just looking, okay, this is an opportunity. I'm starting to get booking somewhere. I went down to APW, which was my, well, outside of me and Chris years prior my first indie show in years um and granted i wouldn't book that night but i got approved to be part of the roster because we had to go through a little training session thing where we had to show what we can do 
and he liked me, but he just didn't have the room for me that night, so later on I came in. But the whole me and him becoming a tag team didn't come till about a year or so later, maybe. Probably closer to two. Well, what closer was to two uh, years. What was your first match y'all had as a tag team? You know? Our first match as a legit tag team happened in AWF. Uh-huh. Uh, as a matter of fact, the first time me and him tagged, I was the AWF heavyweight champion, and he was one half of Wildside, which his tag team partner, Oz Knight, couldn't be there. And we had a war going on with the RWO, which at that point in time was Brandon Parker and and Tweeter, James Houston. And that feud was going on over both the heavyweight and the tag team, so that was the first time me and him is tagged up. We decided to go into a tag match because we were both attacked by this group of guys, group of thugs. So being the good guys that we were at the time, we issued a challenge, they accepted that was our first official tag match together. So that's how it got started and the magic got started. I mean, um, um, but when did y'all really truly decide? I mean, should I go to a bar? Should I go to the gym? I mean, when did y'all sit down and say, you know what? We're going to become a tag team. We're going to hit the road. We're going to take eight up by storm and end the scene by storm. We're going to be dead reckoning. I think I, I really started down in RCW. RCW? Uh, I was actually teaming with Damien Sick at the time. Yeah. And, uh, you know. I we, remember that too. We, yeah. we brought uh, Fury in. He can be at every show because it's a work schedule as our third guy in Dead Reckoning. Uh, he was doing singles matches. We were doing the tag matches. Uh, as that, as RCW slowly fell apart, Damien Sick went to WCW. And um, he was working singles matches there. And when we got invited to come down there, I pitched the idea of bringing Dead Reckoning down there. But at the time, Damien Sick was wrestling as a singles competitor and wasn't able to be part of Dead Reckoning. So I asked Fury to join me as, you know, the other half of Dead Reckoning. And we just clicked. Wow. I mean, it just we were in a triple threat match, and we, we just, <coughs> everything we did just clicked. Yeah, make a tag, get in the ring, didn't even have to look at each other, and we were doing the same thing. Did y'all start off as being heels or baby faces um, as a tag team? Well, when we initially had our first tag team match together, we were baby. Right. But it wasn't until AWF that we actually started trying to put Dead Reckoning together for AWF. Uh-huh. And I was the tag team partner. I was brought in to replace Deathbringer because Deathbringer is no longer on roster. And that's how it started. I was kind of a tweener. Wait a <laughs> What? I was kind of a tweener at the time because I was wanting to slowly turn heel at that point in time. But we just kind of clicked as a tag team. We, um, I mean, the whole Black Rose thing came about because of his idea. Yeah, I heard you got a lot of heat from that. Cause a lot of people say that you call it the Black Rose because you're fury. But everybody I talked to, they all say, I've never seen him with a rose. Why does it be called a Black Rose? I don't, I don't know. One time, he hit a guy, he had a black rose in his hand. It just fit. Okay? <laughs> Knocked him out with a black rose. I mean, And to this day, he still talks about it. I think he kept that black rose. Wow. He said, I've never been knocked out by a black rose before. And it just stuck. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, I know it was my first actually started paying attention to it. I think it was 2014. Y'all started this. Uh, we saw an incredible hardcore fight between James Houston and Damien Sick. And they kind of earned a little bit of mutual 
respect for each other and everything. They're going to form a tag team called the Gothnecks. You know, so then, you know, I'm, I'm seeing you guys in the ring, and I don't know if you guys have a brawl or a match, but I kind of remember the promo that cut afterwards. I think you guys got beat down by, you know, by, by the Gothnecks. And the camera zoomed in, y'all in the ring. And you were leaning toward the camera and saying, there's going to be a sacrifice. And, and then Fury just starts, that silly, goofy laugh of his, just started laughing. And then they see, you know, got caught out of the ring. They came back, y'all, y'all started brawling again. And I think, you know, y'all, it reminded me, if I could say this, it reminded me of a few I saw in the Attitude Era, between the Delia Boys and uh, APA. I mean, honestly, God, I that big old fight they had. Finally, some competition. Yeah, it was like competition, and and they were telling Christopher that this this feat right here is going to be his bread and butter. And what was your experience working with them? I loved working with them. I mean, you know, um, outside the ring, yeah, a couple of goofy ass guys, you know, uh, in the ring. It's business, man. Well, I mean, you I mean, know? they're known as hardcore fighters. What was some of the hardest thing they hit you guys with? You their fists. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You said fists. So, so, you know, some of that stuff was real, man. You got tagged. You know, it wasn't the soft little taps. You know, you get. You know, we were hitting each other. Yeah, and that's we're going to let you know we're there with each other. It's just how it worked out in those matches. Um, did we ever have a hardcore match with them? No, we never. Match? We never made it that far in the no, few. Never, never could. Uh, we, were we were progressing. We were progressing. No, I've had it. singles matches with both of them. You get tagged with one of those chairs or something that hurts, right? Especially that kendo stick. I hate that kendo stick. <laughs> you know, but well, we've we've dished it back to them too. So, yeah. Y'all start working with another tag team shortly after that. You know, I know it was a big, big discussion between myself and uh, Chambers at the time because he was the booker and I was supposed to be in charge of creative, and, and we had disagreements about it. Um, I can't remember their name. They were twins. Uh, Y'all were the Brothers of Entertainment. The what? The Brothers of Entertainment. The Brothers of Entertainment, you know. What was it like working with those two kids? You know, I, know y'all, I know y'all were teaching them. But y'all found yourself in a match. And initially, I don't know if you guys really understood or not, Chambers wants you guys to drop the belts to him on our first initial match to get his kids immediate impact. And I said, no, let them earn it, man. I mean, don't, don't, don't let them walk in the door and also we're going to put belts on them. I, I just didn't understand. But he was like, but what better way to get a good impact for him? I said, if you want a good impact for him, make it non-title. Make it like we're dead wrecking, which is going to take it easy on these guys. And these guys just took an opportunity. And I'll make them have a, a rematch with them. Then let dead wrecking and try to destroy them when they're focused. Man, let these kids earn it. I was never for letting someone, a new kid, right out of wrestling school, all of a sudden, boom, put a belt on. My opinion, that doesn't teach them respect, you know. But what you guys didn't take on that? They did a good job. Uh-huh. Uh, don't get me wrong. They were scared to death. Yes, they were. They, they were terrified. Right. In the ring with, with that little crowd that we had. Yeah, they were terrified. Mom and dad was watching, you know. This is the first time that they've seen them in the ring, full geared out and in a match, you know, because every time we do training sessions, they'd drop them off and take off. Yeah. They would never stay. Yeah. So this is the first time being in the ring with a crowd, and not only that, but with their parents. And I know what it was like for me being in the crowd for the first time. I kid you not. Yeah, it's it's a little bit of intimidation. You have to try to get past that. And being new to the wrestling world, it you know, it's something different. You, it's hard to explain unless you felt it. Right. You know, right. Yeah, we had talking through everything through the whole match, but so you was called everything. In we, the we we were talked to. We, we had talked about stuff in the back. You know, 
But when they got out there, they were so nervous and so tense that when you lock up with them, you knew they forgot everything you had discussed. Right. So right there, you got to start talking to them. All right, man, you need to calm down. You know, let, this is where we're going with this. Calm down, you know, and, and try and get them in that frame of mind. I'm out here wrestling. There's nobody out there watching me. It's just like a training session. Exactly. Uh, never really got there. They botched a few spots, you know. Uh, but overall, they did a really good job. And I think if they had stuck around, you know, they could have been champions. And, they, and I know they'd Chambers be really, really good one. right now. Yeah. And it wouldn't have, we wouldn't have had problems dropping the titles to them. You know, as just to call the business. The only thing that I was wanting to point out is like, like you, yeah, don't want them to come in on their first night and take the belts. You know, especially we, if they botched everything, that would look so horrible for everybody. And that just yeah. make the tag team that's been your flagship and the tag team division for a while look. Silly. I mean, when someone tries to say there's nothing wrong with our, our fresh team coming in, getting immediate impact of winning belts on their first night. Yeah, if they're established tag team in other place, they knew what they were doing. Like if the Steiner brothers busters. came in. I mean, Off the streets, I mean. yeah, of course, no I mean, problem. I'm know, going to drop the The Broken Arms have been tag. in the business for the last four years. They show up that day, and they said, hey, Brookback should come back and win the belts. I've probably been more okay with that looking like they've been champions before. I see what they can mm-hmm. do. I would be comfortable with that. These kids are just, like I said, right at a wrestling camp. And, you know, I just feel like let the boys learn their craft. Let them give us a little bit more stability. Let them learn so they're, so they're confident what they're doing so they'll have good matches. But, you know, let's get back on the indie scene and everything. How many matches have you guys had together so far as a tag team? Y'all be keeping count? Four. Yeah. yeah. We've had about four as a team when we can get. What's the best tag team y'all work with? What's some of the best, you know. Well, one know. of the best teams I'd have to say is Death Threat. Death Threat, definitely. Death Threat, Two soldier guys, you know, that's currently in the military. Uh, one's about to be shipped out to Afghanistan or Iraq. Don't know which at this point in time. But never done that. Um, but that team, full of energy, um, very easy to work with. You know, I'd rustle them again at a drop of a hat. Cool. Oh, yeah. Cool. A couple of great guys I'm in that. They know their craft, and, you know. It was like even, a day off. Even like with a day all off. the time that we've spent in the ring, you know, we learned a few things. Well, I mean, this is tag team here and everything. You guys had different tag team partners. Like you said, you had a damn good run with Wildside. I, I, you know, that was a very highly energetic tag team. You know, you, of course, with, you know, with Dickens in the past, with DX, and you've had some other partners. I know me and you did Heart and Soul for a little while, mm-hmm. you know, but. What was y'all's favorite experience with tag team wrestling, you know, with different partners and everything? I mean, is this your guys' favorite partners, y'all y'all click buddies, that other partners? I mean, it seems like on top of the service, this is what you guys were made for each other. You know, maybe, maybe y'all soulmates when it comes to tag team. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's so sweet. That's sweet. But, uh, <laughs> but it just seems like, I don't know, maybe y'all have more in common. I mean, what is it? I mean, I don't know. I... In my opinion, I make a better heel than a face. Yes, you do. I, I didn't mind running the face team with um, Oz Knight. We we did good together. We clicked pretty good. Of course, he's the one that trained me. Now, who so, came out? I got to ask you this question. I'm going to cut you off. When you were with, with Wild Side, who came out with a part where y'all go, you get a guy in the corner, y'all let y'all go, uh-oh, and then boom, child. I thought that was hilarious, man. What's uh, that deal was that? That, that 
that just kind of happened. We were out of training one day. Really? And, uh, <laughs> we, we, were, we put somebody in the corner and, you know, we're going to chop you. And the hands went up and I was out of Booker T. Five times, five times. You know, uh-huh. spin, we don't have a spinner Rooney. I don't even know if I could do a spinner Rooney. Okay? <laughs> I was, and I went, uh-oh, this is going to hurt. <laughs> and, and it just kind of clicked. And so we were, every time we went to do it to somebody in the ring, we were just yeah. like, uh-oh. And then we'd smack them, you know. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff that we did, it's just something that happened in training or, you know, we we're goofing off someplace. We're like, hey, we're going to use that, you know. What about you there, boss man? What's your favorite tag team spot as far as anything just get, like, like we just catch on that you and Dickens try to do? Well, you know, you have some pretty enter- – I was a part of some pretty entertaining tag teams, you know, with Chris Dickens as DX because we couldn't seem to get anything right and it – kind of made for a good funny parody um we were two completely separate entities at one point in time trying to be a tag team and hell it took us what almost 10 years to finally get the actual tag team championship um and uh i mean that that was an amazing gift at that point in time because that was one team i felt you know like we didn't get our just due and something happened to where it was short-lived it yeah. wasn't the fact that we dropped the titles shortly after winning them. It's like the tag team just poof, fell apart. We were better enemies than friend, the tag team. You was were. We were better enemies. And Ooh. like with me and you, yeah. you know, we've had several runs as tag team champions. Yes, we did. You know, yeah, and, fun doing it. You know, felt like we had the crowd whenever me and you were in it, you know, but – one thing or another with injuries and other things going on in personal lives, we had to separate. And, you know, I fell in love with tag team wrestling a long, long time ago, and I'm like, I want to try to stay in it. And, you know, I've had a tag team with Oakley, uh, with Major Snipes. That was also kind of a short-lived thing because, you know, certain situations, but I felt like, you know, those are some couple of good tag team matches that me and him had against you and Justin Chambers. Yes. Um, I just felt like we could have done more. We, we could have done, done more. more. We should have done more. But that's, um, the, that's, the, that's the promotion's fault. It's not our fault. Yeah. Felt like we could have done more. Were the ones running the promotion at the time? <laughs> oh, yeah, right? But, um, <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. Oh, <laughs> no, right? I'll let you mention it now. I'm sorry. But um, as far out, as Dead Reckoning goes, um, it was like immediately when me and him – we had our first run in AWF when me and him were tagging up. It was like everything just kind of fit. We are bitter enemies at one point. We fought each other. We wrestled each other on several occasions, even on the independent scene. Yes, I have. Um, and, yeah, it's fun working against him. But it seemed like we have more fun when we're together. Wow. And Y'all got any uh, road stories I want to tell? <laughs> Y'all travel to these places? <laughs> I know y'all travel back and forth. Man. Uh, oh. I know about, we bought a dash cam for his wife because every time we went and did something, yeah. you know, something stupid uh, or hilarious would come out of it. Always something. Uh, while, while you're traveling down the road, somebody will say something and that'll go off on this direction. And, you, and So we bought her a dash cam for Christmas. Right, so right. So we could record, and the second that dash cam was on, 
Nothing entertaining happened the whole trip. Oh, Nothing. You got put on the spot. Yeah, everybody yeah, kind like of froze those, up. If it's not, if the camera's not rolling, that's when the funniest stuff ever happens. Wow. And because with the camera rolling, you know it's rolling. It's like you're trying to force it to you're be funny. To force it, yeah. And it, you can't. Natural. But I remember. I think we had an APW show. It was me, um, uh, Michael Saint, and Oz Knight. We're running down to APW in my Pontiac. We're driving down there. It's pitch black. We're on two-lane highway. And a boar was standing in the middle of the road. And it stood taller than my car. And it didn't move. It didn't move. Did not move. It didn't move. Even when I passed, went around it and passed by it, it still stood there like what? Um, At least you didn't hit yours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, the same thing happened with uh, me and uh, you, Redneck Ray. Redneck Ray. Used to be Street Soldier. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were on the way back from a show down that way, and I nailed the bore. I thought I hit a, you know, one of those big cement dividers. Yeah. Man, that pig was scattered everywhere. <laughs> Disgusting. Too bad he didn't have a grill attached to his I car. know, right? right. <laughs> it's a bacon and pork. Um, let's, let's, let's try this here. I, I do this on some of my shows with something so far. I start giving out versus names. I want to know y'all's actual thoughts of it. First thoughts got to pop in your mind. You know, you ready? Ready, Jerry? Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Ready? Are you sure? Yeah. I'm just asking. You, know, you don't have to be ready. Yeah. Well, it don't matter, it don't matter if you're ready or, ready or not. not. It's kind of like when I tell you, you're going to wrestle these guys. Huh? You ready? No. Ready. No. Okay. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going to say a few tag teams and I'll get a few single runs because this is a tag team segment. First tag team comes to mind, broken arms. Go. Uh, those guys were great. Um, you know, they had a lot of energy. They had some skill. You know, um, Dev Bringer and I worked them so much. Yes, y'all did. We had a hell of a few. Damn with them. good rivalry. Um, unfortunately, they fell apart. Yeah, you know, I'd love to see them come back, but I just, I just don't see it happening. Wow. Night Riders, here you go. Night Riders, I think they complimented each other well when it came to the ring, but it was almost to the point to where it feels like they were better rivals than they were tag team. Wow. I, I bought tag team for you. I'm going to ask you this one, though. Dark side, the the prime time. Oh yeah, hey, nice soccer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, I know, it's a sore subject for you, boss man, <laughs> but I had to bring it up. <laughs> well, they good chemistry, but short lived. Is all I'm gonna say. Oh wow, that insane clown posse they had. Oh, uh, you know, Andy had he had a couple guys came with him. They, they were the carnival, carnival chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they were. Trying to be funny at their table. They were entertaining. Um, a couple of the guys had a little bit of skill. Yeah. That's where um, Relic <laughs> came into <laughs> AWF. <laughs> yes. He was the most talent they had in that whole group, and he was hardcore. So, <laughs> so that's all I got to say, man. Um, How about this now? Don't get mad. Untrained aggression. I'm sorry, unchained aggression. Unchained aggression. <laughs> Uh, Chains and Wolfgar. Chains and Wolfgar. Very common. I love that tag team. That that was a massive, destructive team. Um, you know, two I big think, guys. I think me and you beat them for their tag team belts and dedication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, when they you? broke your knee. Yeah, they broke my knee. So, yeah, I so go through, I go through tag team partners. Like <laughs> it's like eating burritos before a match. It just runs right through you. I uh, know, right? <laughs> uh, no, but... They had chemistry, man, and yeah, they, they they were dominant. Um, 
very dominant, very dominant. How about uh, Wild Side Fury? Wild Side yeah. very, very entertaining. It, it was hard not to laugh when you're getting put in those predicaments when you're in a match. Like with that whole, uh-oh, it's kind of hard not to mark out to it. <laughs> the Georgia boys, I think Primetime and uh, Chambers, J.C. Georgia boys, they, they were certainly there. They did in WJ Cup. They were trying to anyways, but y'all have any thoughts on them? I, I haven't seen anything from them, so I'm not even going to say anything. <laughs> the Pains of War. Me and Tim had a damn good tag match with, with uh, Christopher and uh, Chambers. What they called it back in 2009? Um, I'm trying to remember. Uh, they had tag team. Chris! Asshole. <laughs> they were called um, something. Were, I'm, yeah, and the pay-per-view was named after him. Oh, yeah. What was it? Um, oh, crap. Chambers and Dick? No, yeah, I, I, D, D sure. something. D something. The Evolution. The Evolution. The Evolution. The Evolution. Those two tag team. The Evolution and the Pains of War. Uh, we had a couple of few good matches tag team. Yeah, the Evolution was definitely different, but again, short-lived. Just like we've noticed with the majority of AWF tag teams, which is no offense to one reason or another, most of the tag teams were short-lived. A lot yes. of guys wanted to do single stuff and you know compete singles and make themselves famous rather than create something as a group. Yeah, everybody wanted to be their own thing. Yeah. They wanted to be a yeah. star. They wanted to be a star, but they didn't want somebody else out shining. Because let's admit it, Wild Side, Oz Knight was the top star of that one. It was. I wasn't. You know, um, I, I said he was the most gifted athlete in the history you know, of um, I still feel that way to this day. You know, uh, De-Evolution, Chambers was a better wrestler. You know, It's like, I don't want to be hanging on his shirt tail. I think Diggins is a better seller, though. <laughs> I can't say that. Who can take an ass kick and nowhere later? Like, yeah. Nobody can take an ass there, whooping. There's that crib. ego factor, right? Right. right. Unless you can get rid of that ego factor. All right, man. I'll take the fall tonight. You take it next time. You there know? you go. That way, neither one's outshining the other. Yeah. Some nights he's gonna be the better man than me. He's gonna have the better match. Another night, I'll have the better match. It's just right. a matter of who you're working, how you're feeling. You know, a lot of that plays in. To what you do in there, you know. Well, in, in, in the history of AWF, you know, since the time you've been there, since the time you've been there, what was the best tag team? Either tag, okay, I'm, I'm gonna ask you, what, what in your opinion, what was the best tag team, and you, what was the best tag team match? Whew, that's a tough one, man. Not too well on horn, but you know, I, I am the tag team champ. No, I'm, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, it's cool. Um, Let's be honest. Uh, that was a tough one because Fury and I've done a lot together, and you know, Wild Side was very entertaining, and we did a lot together. Uh, I I would have to go with Dead Reckoning, man, because it's just that's my bread and that's butter. That's your bread and butter. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No offense to any other tag. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm taking man. What about you? Bread and butter. Um, about you, Fury. The tag match. I would have to go with a sleeper. Nobody thought would be good. Um, it was a actually a triple threat tag team match, and it opened up a show. Oh. The ring was on ice. The ring was completely iced over. It was the first time Unchained Aggression became, it was a tag team. It was Unchained Aggression, Dark Side, and um, the Knight, Knight, Riders. Knight Riders. That match that was. was a sleeper. Nobody thought would be really worth too much, but it wound up being a really good match to the point to where they wanted it again. They wanted to see that same match again to start the next year off. 
Right. When right. we had the ring. Right. And it. I mean, they had something to prove. It, I mean, they, they, really, they came here to, you know, not just to dance and play. They because, came here to prove a point. They had something to prove. Um, Dark Side was established. The Night Riders was established. Um, you know, and Unchained Aggression was trying to get established. And it, well, I should say reestablished for the Night Riders. And it just kind of, for some reason, that whole match just clicked. You know, everybody that was there watching it was got involved with it. and But the second match just kind of was like, eh, the, the feeling wasn't there. I don't know what happened there. But I have to say, you know, that was probably the match that I consider a sleeper that wound up being one of the better tag matches. Awesome, awesome. Well, guys, you know, I, I wouldn't mind throwing my two cents on this and the whole tag team thing. You know, my favorite my favorite tag team, and, and, and I take Jesse Ventura's approach, if I can use that as I would. You know, he says you need to have a, to, to be a tag team to be successful. You need to have two guys who have two opposite styles. If you have a, you know, if you have a team with similar styles and your opponents don't have to change up their tactics very much or strategy very much. But if you have a team who has totally opposite styles, you know, you, you constantly have to readjust. And especially if you've got a team, you know, they got charisma, you know, they believe in their team and they want to get something over. And, you know, when I really saw this in 2009, you know, I, I wasn't a fan of them at first. I thought they were young and obnoxious and very disrespectful and being, could be just, but they're just being teenagers. But I got to say that Broken Arms, you know, have proven um, a damn good tag team. I enjoyed a few they had with you and Jim at Dead Reckoning. I, I thought it was one of the best tag team feuds they had in AWF at that time. You know, you're looking back and I go, and, and the reason why I'm saying, you know, about something to prove. You know, and I, I was at a podcast show with Chambers not too long ago, and I said the worst thing Adrian ever did was inject Dale Sherrill. And you know, that was a lethal dose of poison right there. But, you know, the fact that, you know, we put, we spent so much time in the broken arms. You know, when Dale Sherrill really showed up with Jeremy Cruz, and I'm not disrespecting Jeremy Cruz here, but, you know, they decided to do a tag match, you know, and I booked him against the broken arms. And I had a personal talk with Kevin and Aaron telling me to put up or shut up. Don't let these guys bury them. You. You, you know what you was taught. Go out there and show them. Make us proud. You know, Kevin and Aaron just looked at me. They looked at each other, kind of nodded their heads, and then went out there. And, you know, Chris might lost the footage that damn day, but, you know, they, they came to play. They had a damn good fight back and forth. I was very proud of their performance because they did not let the guys, you know, just walk all over them, you know. And, and sometimes you, you just got to take a stand and let the veterans know, I'm not going nowhere, I'm here to stay. So in my opinion, that's one of the best tag team matches I ever seen in AWF. And, and if I could take my own horn, I, I got to say this match was um, the Pains of War versus the Evolution. I mean, you're watching, we had a damn good tag match. Just that particular day, it was just a dream for me to come true. But I'm almost out of time here, guys, and I, you know, I appreciate you guys coming on the show. But before I go, what's the future of Dead Reckoning? What's, what's the goals? What do y'all want to do? Just continue what we're doing. Y'all trying to go uh, for ta- any kind of tag team belts by anywhere? Right, to right go now, we're, we have our sights set on WECW Tag Team Gold. Yeah. We're going to add to our arsenal with AWF Tag Team titles. Outstanding, guys. Outstanding. Outstanding. All right, guys. Hey, I appreciate your time. It's been a damn good talk on the tag team of wrestling. But, you know, hey, you guys, join me next week. I'll have a new guest here every Thursday night on Touch My Bass Productions. I want to thank my sponsors, Chris Diggins, for making this show possible. This has been the Grill Out Slash Shootout. I'm your host, Bill Blanchard. Y'all have a blessing. See you